It is LeVac and Gaz. We are live here on Radio Row. This uh, this week just continues and continues. Turns out, even though we are here at Radio Row in the Traveling GT Toys studio, that's Toys with a Z, there's still seven days in a week, five in a work week, and uh, none of that changes. Feels longer. Yes, that's true. And by the way, hello to you if you're listening right now for the first time because of certain things that have been posted on social media. <laughs> we appreciate you coming to the show today. If you've missed any of our coverage or might miss some of it throughout the week, Apple, Spotify, search LeVac Goss, download the iHeart app, LeVac Goss, updates, notifications, so you can listen to all the podcasts, all the interviews and more throughout the week. I have a feeling some of you are just here to talk about what you might have seen on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. LeVac. Yeah, I've won a lot of money. Um, that's not what I've been doing very it. well. I uh, showed up with uh, a certain amount of money that I'd won earlier, and um, I've I've added to that money. Where's my hair? All over the all over the hotel room. Where is my hair, Levac? It is all over the hotel room. Oh my gosh! And uh, you are a mess. You, I all right. So here's here's the deal. Let's just kind of let's just kind of walk you through yesterday. Great show. I, at least I felt like it was. Hopefully you guys agree. Uh, live from uh, from Radio Row here in Vegas. Want to thank our friends at Belfour Property Restoration. Maybe they can restore your hair um, for getting us here. So we we did the show. We went out. We had dinner. We relaxed a little bit. Whatever. Went to the media party, which was at the Grand Prix Plaza, and um, they they did the Lunar New Year celebration while while we were there, which is cool. Like. Saw some cultural stuff, everything like that. It, it, was, it was a cool thing. It, the food was great. They had no idea what was coming for them as far as the bar went. Like, there was, like, I think there was, what, two, maybe three bars set up? And the lines of just media people trying to get sloshed were, were ridiculous. But, you know, we made it work, and obviously guys more than made it work. We, we, we got back here um, to the hotels. We went to the sports book. We did well. We both cashed all our tickets, which is a great way. Yep. Yeah. And then um, I went to go pick up some, some more beverages for the room and uh, to get some, some bear. My back is killing me. By the time I got back to the room, it's probably 15, maybe 20 minutes. Gaz is standing in the bathroom of our room, staring at me with this weird look on his face and more than half of his hair missing. Um, you had begun to shave. It was you had shaved the front and 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 most of the side. You kind of had like the. I mean, honestly, with the the look of, it was like you were looking at me like you expected me to pat you on the back and be like, "Good job, buddy. <laughs> Doing great, buddy." Uh, it, it, you looked like Buffalo Bill from um, from Silence of the Lambs. You had a really <laughs> creepy look on your face. You only had hair on the back of your head, and. Uh, and then you go, I'm going to need you to help me. And I'm like, I'm not, I want nothing to do with any of this. You had this little tiny beard trimmer, the kind you use just like to edge up your mustache, and you had shaved 70% of your head with it. Uh, I did help out because I'm a, I a, I'm a good person. But I don't know what, what happened between leaving the sports book and the hotel room where you decided that you just had too much hair. What was the thing? Sorry to disappoint people who are hoping that maybe an exotic dancer was involved or this was the Hangover 2 or you and I ended up on the top of a casino with a mattress like the original Hangover. Sorry to disappoint that there was not more exciting details to why my head is the way it is now. Some of the people we went out with our pals from Atlantic City are behind us. They just looked at me and said, you didn't look like that last night. 
when I just showed up here moments ago. Got some issues with them, by the way. Anyways, yeah. uh, but what possessed me to do it? Yeah. I think I had ex- – if you've been listening to the show over the last few weeks. And I, I didn't – like, you were buzzed up a lot better than I thought, too. I didn't realize how – had I known you were that drunk, I may not have left you on your own to get to the hotel room. <laughs> I knew for a while I've been losing my hair if you've been listening to the show. I don't know if this is not a secret. <laughs> by the to way, people. if your shirt's off, I found it. You look like a freaking Sasquatch. <laughs> If you've been listening to the show, you know I've been going through my struggles of hair loss. Well, some of you listening for the first time, it can't be that bad, guys. A moment happened yesterday. So we were coming back from the media party, and we had this photographer from the D.C. area named Mike. And Mike is staying in the same hotel as us, and we're chatting it up. Mike is probably five foot two and 110 pounds. Very little guy. Now, he's walking with us, and Levesque's behind me. So Levesque snags a picture of me and Mike walking together. And it's not too far off from me and my three-year-old son Rex walking with each other. But the problem is is that the way Levesque took the picture, and I know you didn't do it on purpose, you just see, like, the Indianapolis Colt logo is coming in the back of my head. And it's not that bad, but that's how I viewed it. And I said, you know what? Enough's enough of this. This has all got to go right now. We're done with all this. This is, this is coming off. And I think I look great. Uh, my wife approves, which is the most important thing about life. She approves. I think this is the best decision. So that's what's happened to my hair. I wish I had a better story. Dude. We got the social media clicks and retweets and hopefully the listens and downloads. We appreciate all of that. But that is what's happened. What's up, Jimmy? How are you, man? Jimmy Shapiro. What's Jimmy. up? How are you, man? He's the legend. He's been back. too long. Good to see you. Go orange tonight, by the way. Hey, See, congratulations. Nice. Congratulations. Very cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, the, the hair, uh, yeah, I, you could have just got it caught. I would have looked, it looks mm. fine. It looks good. I mean, it looks all right. It looks all right. okay. Here's, no, it looks here's, the, here's the thing. Um, I believe in a thing I like to call the favor bank. So it's like when you, <laughs> when you do, like if somebody does something for me, like um, – your, your sister-in-law picked up at the airport. Yeah. I feel as though I owe her a favor. That was very yeah. nice of her. All right. She drove through Vegas traffic, picked us up the whole night. Um, I had to shave your head <laughs> so that you didn't look like a psychopathic killer today. 11 o'clock at night in the bathroom I, yeah. with my shirt off, Time, smelling yeah. like sweat and booze. That yeah. is true yeah. co-host love. Oh, here's Cam Newton looking weirder than ever. Do you think it'll um, let me wear his hat now that I've no. shaved my head? I don't think you should even think about wearing that hat. I All don't right. know where that hat's been. Fine, okay. It looks like it, it looks like somebody said to Johnny Depp, "I can dress worse than you." Um, <laughs> yeah, so I feel like the favor bank at this moment, you owe me pretty much whatever I ask for at this point. Like I just, there's something about two dudes uh, shaving each other uh, in a hotel room in Vegas. That's just not what I signed up for. Vegas, baby. And I, and, and I say, I was not, I shaved my own facial hair. Uh-huh. I at uh, no point needed help with any, <laughs> any of that. Um, Bragger. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, 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 uh, you asked too much, sir. Uh, I have gone above and beyond. I, sir, I think I deserve a New York State Broadcasters Award, an honorary doctorate from UAlbany. Um, a few other things I think I need. Not, not to quote what you've taught me many years ago, but I feel like it happened last night. If certain things happen, is it for the best of the station? Is it for the best of the show? Both of those things were true with this being shaved off today. You yeah. did your good deed of the you day. You pulled the good of the show clause on me. Mm-hmm. Um, Mid-shave when you were starting to get repulsed by it. Yeah, well, I was, I was listen, and, and I want to be very, very clear. Um, you... You could easily be the missing link with how hairy you are. And now it's just, 
It's like your hairline starts at your shoulders now is what you've done. Um, I won't be posting those on Instagram, by the way. I mean, listen, actually, if for the right price, I might have to call in that favor and get that posted for you. Because if I get get enough money, if I can cash in on this thing, I think you like I might have to do uh, good in my wallet clause because you the favor bank is I I am owed multiple favors for this one. If you'd like to see it one more time, Facebook Fox Sports 980 at Tom Goss, T O M G O Z Z. I pretty much have had the hmm. worst possible trip you can have to Vegas while still winning money. I, I I hurt my back. I've been I've been a total slouch. I'm a, I almost fell down. Actually, we maybe even you did save my life this morning. I went to step on the escalator and started to sneeze and missed the step, and God's caught me. <laughs> I thought you were. I almost, gosh, <laughs> I, man, I, I almost died. Um, so, well, no, it's still worse. But so we got here. It's ra- today's the first day. It's not raining. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no fridge in our hotel room. Uh, the shuttle is a million miles away. Um, is there, like, I had yeah. to shave your head on the way to the media party <laughs> in the shuttle last night. Yeah. Two attractive women decided to sit with us. And not three seconds into the ride, the older of the two, who I, she's probably late 40s, maybe early 50s. The other one's probably in her 30s. The older of the two goes to the other one. And, again, they, they chose to sit right between the two of us. The older one goes, do you have any kids to the younger one? And she says, no, no. She goes, do you plan on it? And the younger one goes, eh, if it happens accidentally, I'll, I'll, I'll live with it. And then she goes, well, if you don't have kids, you're going to get breast cancer. And that was the conversation for the rest of the ride. Ugh, it was weird. We, LeVac and I could add nothing to it. It was very odd. And I couldn't Ugh. tell if they knew each other or if it was the first day they ever met. It was, it was impossible to tell. I think they worked for affiliates of, of something. But it was, that was that. Um, I had to pee really bad when we got there. Dude gave me false information, sent me in the 100% <laughs> opposite direction. I almost went and, and peed on his shoes. Opposite way. It was a weird. I've had a weird trip. I've had a weird, weird trip, and then I had to shave you. Like that's that's where we're at here. Man, somebody actually stole our basket of chips. The actual someone stole the basket. Who not is? even the, not even the chips. They, they stole the basket. Who eats sturdy bag lunches? A damn Sasquatch! <laughs> Wait a second. We shaved them. He doesn't need these uh. anymore. Uh, we've got a great show lined up today. We've Do got, we? We've got Brandon Lang, Two for yes. the Money, from BrandonLang.com, one of the legendary sports handicappers is going to join us. Laura Oakbond, who's on the sideline coverage for Westwood One, Fox Sports, and more. And then after that, hang with us, because that's the madness of Radio Row. We might have someone coming up that we didn't plan on. If you listen to yesterday's show, I could run through more guests, but let's just say we have people on Chris, the schedule Chris that Kale, you will recognize. Five-figure death punch. Is that, no, no, not I don't so know much. if we have him. I haven't seen no, him this morning seen any or this the, afternoon or this evening. I haven't seen Craig Gass since last night. Craig Gass just keeps popping up in random. I should have. I was, if I had waited a little while, Craig Gass would have popped up. He might have shaved your head for you. He would have done it like as Rodney Dangerfield. I'll give him no <laughs> respect and shave your head. Um, yeah, it's, and, and Radio Row is definitely filling up even more. Some of these sets are amazing. Like, I was on Quentin Cantera this morning, and they were asking, like, how, where we're set up. I'm like, we're in the middle of, like, like a trade show set up. Like, we're, our table's in the middle of everyone. And then there's, like, the big, like, fan duels and DraftKings and Pat McAfee show and all those uh, that are out here. Our guy Mad Dog Maddox. Oh, Mad Dog. I made that up. I don't you know. You just made that up? I don't know if I got a very Greg, Greg Maddox look to him. Yeah, yeah. less than Chris yeah. Russo, but. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a day. We're going to have a day. There's going to be lots of people, lots of things. Gaz is bald. Um, I don't know what else to say. I'm, I'm, 
Belfour Property Restoration. Thank you for getting us out here. Thank God. I hope you, you out here. I hope you've seen our content, listened to our content, read about our content, and you appreciate the investment you put in us this Vegas mm. trip. I don't think that check's cleared yet. No, I'm not positive it will. Oh gosh. Uh, let's talk about our friends in Levesque at Mohawk Honda. My pilot, I'll keep saying it, allegedly still at your house. Is it? Have you checked it this afternoon? I can look if you'd like me to. I hope it's still there. I love my pilot. Driving around the camp region is the best vehicle I've ever had in my life. I want you to have that same bragging rated Mohawk Honda. Stop it and look for the 2024 vehicles. I told the story last month that my mother-in-law bought a vehicle for Mohawk Honda. She lives out. LeVac and Goss, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9, 980. And we are now uh, joined by uh, two great athletes. we got Alex Singleton of the Denver Broncos. And we got Vince Egan from Special Olympics with us right now. And I'm going to start. I'm going to be fully – I'm going to let it out there. I'm a Raiders fan. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) From time to time, I am as well. So is my brother, so it's okay. All right. So let's start. uh, Real quick, you guys – I've noticed Denver, you guys really came on as the season went on. Sean Payton's message starting to permeate through the whole the whole organization. Yeah, and I think you know, you know, I've kind of been saying it. You know, I think you know Denver for a long time. It's hard to win games in the NFL. A lot of teams lose football games in the NFL, and so you know, my first year in Denver, it was kind of that. You kind of get in that rhythm of losing, and you you almost expect it. It's you know terrible to say, you know, but it's what happens. You know, the fans feel we everybody feels it. But this year, you know, we really turned that around, and there was a point. Where we were stacking some wins together, you know, we, you know, we, we beat the Chiefs at home. We went to Buffalo and won a game, and it was kind of like, all right, you know, we're we're in this thing. Because I remember, you know, before that we had like the Packers, Chiefs, Buffalo, and it was like, hey, we we got to go three and zero here to even be relevant in the bye week. And you know, when we did that, you could feel a, a change in the locker room. You could you could feel that sense of, oh, this is what this feels like. And so, you know, we had spurts of that this year, and you know, t- so to be able to grow on that, you know, would be huge for us. You played your college ball in Montana State. Mm-hmm. FCS love, Albany Final Four team this season. I feel oh, yeah. like FCS football players don't get enough love. What's it like for FCS guys when they get to the next level? Is that chip on that shoulder? You got to prove yourself when you're an FCS guy. Oh yeah, uh, you have to. You know, I. You know, the biggest thing for me was leaving and you know not really having someone to you know kind of show me what to do. Uh, pro day, you know, I had to have a you know an agent that I had to ask to you know pay for me to train. You know, there wasn't. You know, people, you know, 100 people weren't calling me to be my agent. You know, I didn't have seven guys there before me go, you know, get drafted. And so it is. But, you know, I do remember a lot of guys that played FCS during games would be like, hey, man, uh, you know, I'm four years behind you. But, you know, I went I know you went to Montana State. It's awesome to meet you. And it's kind of like, you know, there's that there's that cool camaraderie between all the guys that, you know, aren't, you know, the FBS guys. Speaking of camaraderie, we see you got your friend uh, Vince with you here. Vince, man, it's good to meet you. We do a lot of uh, a lot of events back home with the Special Olympics, but what what's it like to you know hang out with another great athlete in Alex? It's pretty cool uh, playing with, hanging out with this guy, uh, just talking football, even other sports that are coming up this season. Uh, I'm excited uh, to hang out with him a, a little bit longer here. I, th- I thought I saw you get a little more excited about somebody else. Are you you an Eagles fan? I am an Eagles fan. I saw you. I saw you get a big uh, get dapped up by Fletcher Cox over here. Yes. How cool is that? Huh? It, it's pretty cool meeting the legend there. He, he, <laughs> he's a legend in the making. So, and I hope he doesn't retire. So it's like. It's been a big question mark this year. So the rest of the league wants him to. Just so you know, like the rest <laughs> of the league is, is done. I don't with him. think. <laughs> I don't think he needs to. I think one more year. Put one more year up on there, and he, I think he'll be fine. 
I love it. I love that. All right. So what's what's going on? What are you guys here to do? I mean, obviously, you know, Alex, you're you're in Vegas and you're a Bronco, so you're here to lose a game. Uh, Don't do that. I can't help myself. I'm sorry. It's the only thing we have. I haven't had it in so long. Denver beat us up for so long. You know, come on, Vince. You 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 know what it's like. You're you're an Eagles fan. You guys are finally dominating people again. Like it's it felt good to win a few. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Alex. I apologize. I apologize. You guys have been walking around. Where's some of the familiar faces you've seen? Like. Taking in Radio Row for the first time, what's it like for you? I ask you first. Like, looking around, this has got to be wild seeing this in Las Vegas. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, I was there last year in Phoenix, and then, you know, to be able to come here and see all this, uh, it's really cool. And, you know, like, you got, like to be able to come here and represent, you know, this is my second year in a row coming for Special Olympics. And, you know, we just did a, a huge nutrition campaign, uh, Snack Zone, and a, a School of Strength Snack Zone. And so it's, it's, you know, giving a playbook for athletes to, you know, learn more about nutrition and healthy eating habits and you know how to do that uh 60 of special olympics athletes are either obese or overweight and you know i feel like that's a you know a terrible statistic you know we you know to get those numbers to change you know there has to be a a way to do that and so this campaign is you know to be able to show athletes you know how to do it in a in a very a simple way on how to learn how to eat properly and i think it's it's really cool to be able to do this and you know be able to be with vince on the row and you know, for him to, you know, meet, you know, like Fletcher, you know, a bunch of guys like that to, you know, come here, experience this, but also get to be able to talk about, you know, this campaign and what, you know, we're going to be able to do for a bunch of athletes um, in Special Olympics. At specialolympics.org slash snack dash zone. Uh, you probably you can probably Google snack snack zone um, when, when you do it too, right? Mm -hmm. um, that's, that's, it's. It's, ob it's obvious it's easy to get out of shape. It's hard to stay in shape. But uh, you look like you're ready to go. What, what, are you, uh, what are you competing in? What do you do? So I compete in uh, basketball right now, and then I also do golf, soccer, and flag football. And my Leave favorite sports sport for the rest of us, man. What are you doing? <laughs> I, I fa my favorite sport's actually golf, so a lot of people don't know that. And it's pretty cool to be out on the links. And when I'm, like, watching out of the airplane, I'm like, Where, where's the good golf courses at? <laughs> Alex, you golf too? Or? Yeah, I participate. I, yeah. You know, I'm not a... Not a good golfer. I'm a participating golfer. You talk about the snacks, though. That's you know, 18 pack of beer, 18 holes. I'm saying I that's where I'm at. <laughs> Participate is the best way to describe our golf game. We're out there. We're trying our best. <laughs> I look. I do best ball. I would just be following Vince around. I'd be like, all right, go. You hit it again, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like the really bad best ball partner. Like. Dude, we're playing your ball the whole day. He's like, for real? I'm like, yeah, no, we're only using your ball today. <laughs> it, uh, well, sorry, I'll say, it's Wednesday, Levesque. We haven't asked any of our guests to make an actual this prediction for Super Bowl do. 58. I'll let you go first. Gonna ask, who wins the big game on Sunday? No one in the AFC West. <laughs> I, um, I mean, I respect it. It's, it's amazing. Uh, I can't pick them. I'd get, you know, I wouldn't be allowed to fly home, so. But it's hard, though, because he's likable. Like, Mahomes is very likable. Kelsey's, you know, Mr. Swift now. Like, it's they're <laughs> likable. I don't like that I like them. Same like you. I, I don't like that I like you. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I 100% agree, agree with you. Uh, they're great guys. But, yeah, I, you j I just can't pick them. Right. Whether they win or not, if they win, I respect it. I respect what they're doing. I just can't pick them. Okay. <laughs> I got you. Vince, who you got? got? Uh I'm on the other side of things. I, I it's going to be a close game, though. It's going to be all defense, straight up all defense. Um, I feel like there's going to be a couple of pick sixes in this game. Nice. Um, 
It's going to be 23-21 Chiefs. I, I'm not mad at that if, because that's maybe what I was looking at wagering uh, here in Vegas. So that kind of <laughs> comes together for me. Listen, love what you guys are doing. Again, go to uh, specialolympics.org slash snack zone. Um, I, I didn't know that stat, and I, you know, we work with the Special Olympics back in the Capital Region. So, um, you know, I, a lot of my guys now there, they've started a weightlifting program. Oh, yeah. And they're, ha they're harassing me to get my butt in the gym. So <laughs> maybe I can go back with some of these stats and, and be useful for a change. It'd be nice. Yeah. And it's like I said, it's super easy. You know, it, it goes, you know, it goes through the macro macronutrients of, you know, fats, proteins, carbohydrates, how much to eat, how much to put on your plate, uh, you know, how many meals a day, all those, all those things. I think it took me, you know, as an athlete, like five or six years to learn why I was a pro athlete. So to imagine, you know, not, you know, every population of people not knowing how to do it. So to, you know, have this for, you know, the Special Olympics, I think is, you know, extremely special. And I think everybody could use it. Love it. Love it so much. Um, great luck to you. Love everything love everything you got going on. But even being an Eagles fan, it's all right. Um, <laughs> Alex, good luck. But two, only two days next year, I don't wish yeah. you good luck. I, <laughs> Thank but you. But, man, you guys are great. Thank you so much. Thanks for putting up my, my, my caca. And thanks for not laughing at Gaza's new haircut. We, I appreciate that. You and I have that. different hairstyles. Yeah, just yeah, put yeah, it like yeah, this. Things know, happened yeah. last night, and uh, it's all right. It's okay. <laughs> the media party was last night, and somebody may have uh, – Made mistakes. You know, happens to the best of us. His hair stays in Vegas. Guys, thank you so much. The yeah. Special Olympics, great organization, and in the Denver Broncos. Okay. Thank you. Levac <laughs> <laughs> and Gaz, Fox Sports Radio 95.9980 in, in New York, uh, upstate New York. We're now joined by the president and CEO of the American Gaming Association, Bill Miller. Uh, Bill sat down and went, okay, one of you's wearing Raiders gear, the other one's wearing Bucks gear. I thought we were talking to Albany. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, listen, I, I think it's amazing the way that, that you know, wagering and everything has kind of become part of the public conversation. Like, yeah. we've always talked about it. Heck, I've always wagered. Yeah. But now that it's so public and everybody's into it and the spread, it's, it, I feel like it's made the game more accessible for everybody else. Look, I, I think it's an incredible advancement. I mean, New York is a great example. Right? Like when New York went live, the state of New York went live for sports betting. You know, it yeah. became one of the fastest, it was the fastest growing state in the country for sports betting. One of the biggest sports betting states. And I used to say, do you think that all those New Yorkers had just said, you know what, I was thinking about sports betting, but I'd never done it before. This might be something fun to try. I don't think so. Right? We used to have a character on the show yeah. called Vinny the Fish. Yeah. Because it was like, well, we would never do it, but if we did, we would call Vinny the Fish. Yeah. <laughs> and he would do it. But it's, in New York has that, they have the weird rule, and Gaz and I, we were just talking about it, we, we legally bet on Syracuse today. Because you yeah. can't bet on the colleges inside New York in New York. It's, I don't get that rule. Is that something that you could explain to us? Or? Um, so, importantly, like I'll talk about the positives. So, number one, you know, and thank, thank God for Chris Christie. You know, yeah. not, regardless of what you think about politics today, this guy said there is no earthly reason that, that in America there should only be one state that you're legally allowed to bet on sports, Nevada. So he took it to the Supreme Court and he won. And because of that, we now have 38 states plus D.C. that have legal sports betting, including New York. And so this, this idea of how did we get here, right, and kind of what does it mean? Look, it, it means that people can have more fun. It's a better and in more interesting engagement. And 
Um, I look at it and say, well, uh, you know, what are we doing? We're, we're, we're creating protections for people so that, you know, people gamble too much. There are ways to kind of make sure that, you know, people stay in a budget. There's digital timeouts for people that are in the mobile space. And so, and, and look, we are licensed. Like this is one of the most heavily regulated industries in America. We have to pay significant amount of money to be licensed. And then once we're licensed, we pay a tremendous amount of money in taxes that go to social programs, including responsible, ga responsible gaming and problem gambling. And so for us, nobody has a stronger vested interest in making sure that we're keeping a business that people had been engaged in for a long time in, on the right side of the road. Love it, love it. It's still wild to think we are here in Las Vegas for a Super Bowl. Did you ever think this moment would have happened that Vegas would be hosting the big game in the NFL? Um, I don't know that I did. Um, <clears throat> you know, it was not that long ago when, uh, you know, if you remember that old the that campaign, that uh, commercial campaign that Las Vegas had, basically their visitors bureau was what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, right? It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know. They tried to run that on the Super Bowl, and it got turned down. So, and that was like maybe 20 years ago, something like that. And to think we've gone from that, and that didn't have anything to do with gambling. It wasn't like, hey, come here, play slots, you know, play table games, bet on sports. But it was still, that ad was rejected for the Super Bowl. And to come from that to where we are today, where we've got you know, hundreds of commercial deals and partnerships between the NFL teams, leagues, arenas, broadcasters. Um, I think it's an incredible evolution and one that it would be hard to imagine for the guy who put that TV commercial together and said, you know what, man, that they just rejected what stays in Vegas, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, doesn't have anything to do with sports betting or gambling, but the the leagues across the board kind of had this attitude that, you know, gambling and sports betting is bad for the integrity and or the look of the game because of these scandals. But every one of those scandals, Black Sox scandal, you know, Boston College, all these other ones, they all happened in the illegal market. And, uh, and go back to, because I didn't really answer your question about Syracuse. Um, <laughs> like, Different states, every one of the states, when, so when, when the Supreme Court ruled, they basically said, not federal government, you fix this. It said, states, you decide what you want to do. Right. And so, look, Utah, they're probably never going to have gambling. They don't have lottery. They don't have sports betting. They don't like caffeine. <laughs> they, don't like, they don't like caffeine. You know, it's hard to get a drink. You know, there's, a lot, there's a lot of things, that, but that's what they've decided Utah should be. And the policymakers and politicians make those decisions. And so, you know, what we've seen, though, is obviously most policymakers and politicians said, all my people have been betting on sports. Let's give them a legal option, opportunity. But in some states, the colleges stepped up and said, you know what, we think it's too dangerous to bet on these colleges. New Jersey was one of them. I mean, the, yeah. one of the first states to happen, they basically passed a bill that said, all right, no betting on college, no betting on our colleges and or any college activities that happen in, in our state. And I think that the politicians said, 
Is there anybody that really wants to bet on Rutgers, Princeton, or Seton Hall? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm over here like, well, Army football is kind of fun. And uh, um, (laughs) we got Bill Miller with us right now, president and CEO of the American Gaming Association. So I I couldn't. You're banging a drum I've been hitting forever. It's it's as dangerous as having a credit card now. Like there was a point where we're wagering was extremely dangerous because you end up owing somebody money who they're not going to be able to take you to court for it. It's a whole yeah. other thing. So now it's a situation where if you're responsible enough to own a credit card, you're responsible enough to wager, in my opinion. Like, that's that's what I like about it. What's next? Where do we go from here? Because it feels like every time I think, okay, we're good. Like, I understand it. I'm, I'm in. And then somebody comes out with something like, wait, I can I can bet on how many passing yards? I can do this? Mm-hmm. What's next? How, how much bigger and better does this get? Well, I think one of the things that the reason why that's happening, right, is technology, right? That you could never have enough guys that are the back office in a sports book that says, all right, so the, you know, the Patriots have scored 14 points in the first quarter. What's the new over-under for the, for the final part of the game? You just, you could never have enough brains to figure out all of those statistics. And then, and then obviously you can have micro bets and in-play bets on specific player performance and those sorts of things. You really need AI, you need technology, you need the ability to actually have the computers to help make those possibilities. And so I think that that's, the, that's some of the exciting things. The, in the early parts of this it was, all right, I think golf and baseball, humans could handle. But humans can't <laughs> handle the, you know, right. the myriad of, and so like what you say, what's next steps? Like next steps look like, you know, increased amounts of things that can happen within a game. I mean, when you say humans, guys can't control his own haircuts. Well, so I mean, Vegas, <laughs> what happens if Vegas stays in Vegas? Yeah. Yeah. I just thought about that. Like I trust that. me, I trim my own it's hair. It's hard to get a haircut in Vegas. <laughs> it's a wild night. Bill, where do we learn more about the American Gaming Association? Uh, AmericanGaming.org. Uh, certainly a great place to learn about, number one, all the states where uh, gaming's legal. Um, we have great resources in terms of what particular elements of, of gaming exact it, it happens. We've got now, <clears throat> you know, it's not just sports betting, but uh, you know, both from the commercial and tribal perspective, and you know, certainly yeah. tribes in, in New York. Um, you know, it's been an incredibly successful run for the industry over not just the last five years since sports betting, but we've now got over a thousand casinos in America. And um, you know, it's because A lot of times, we never go into the rich neighborhoods in in the states in which we operate. State legislature in Albany or some other place says, all right, so we're going to legalize sports betting, or we're going to lead, or importantly, we're going to legalize casinos. And obviously, we're, you know, in New York dealing with, you know, potential of three downstate casinos. Like, what does that look like and where does that look like? Uh, Most of the time, we go into a town or a city in an area that's economically depressed, you know, Automotive industry left three decades ago. Steel left. Different places left. And so for us, we then create a lot of economic activity. We create jobs. We pay a lot of money in taxes. And so uh, I don't think that we'd be as successful as we are as an industry unless we had a really good story to tell. And I think that what that story looks like is we're continuing to mainstream 
the gaming industry, you know, whether it's sports betting, whether it's casinos or otherwise. Well, and you see that right in Schenectady. Uh, Rivers is yep. kind of the key focal point to that regeneration of that area. Uh, Bill, I see that you are very highly demanded today, so I appreciate <laughs> you making time for us. Uh, Bill Miller, the president and CEO of the American Gaming Association. And, let's, you know, if there's odds on God's growing his hair back, I would like to know if you can help me. <laughs> He did that yesterday. That's why we were picking on him for it. So what did it look like before? Not you got good. Bad. You, got, you got before and afters? Uh, uh, you know, he looked like he used to like brush his hair with a pack of firecrackers. Now it looks like it's uh, you know just shaved. It looked like you knew yourself or you. Uh, things happened last night. A razor <laughs> and it's all content. All thank you for yeah. coming. The media party was yesterday. He had a couple beverages and then hey. got pulled. Hey, no nicks. Yeah. You know you That's got right. that there going go. for you, That's which right. is nice. It's a win. <laughs> thank Bill, you. Thank you so much, man. Thank you, guys. That's cool. That's fun. That's fun. Uh, it's, it, when you can when you take the, the president of the American Gaming Association and involve him in mocking your hairstyle, that's, that's why I do this. That's why I get out of bed in the morning. That's right there. Thank you. And by the way, right before we connected, there was so much chaos right there. Ross Tucker, I don't want to – he also <laughs> noticed it. Thank you, Ross. I, it, it is impressive how quick people notice your, uh, your, new, your new lack of a do. Um, you know what I noticed? You weren't sleeping again. Uh, you actually were sleeping. You weren't snoring again last night thanks I, uh, to the Great Sleep Center Boston Spa. And it's so dry here that I have to get up and have a drink or whatever, but it does – it's it's the mouthpiece, man. Easy to travel with, the whole nine. Dr. Fred Dreer, the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. Can't thank them enough each and every time I go on a road trip. It, it's just – it's brought back to me because – uh, speaking of my back, this bed sucks for my back. It's a good bed. I'm having. A, I'm sleeping, but it sucks for my back. This sucks. That sucks. My sleep does not suck. I am sleeping. I never was somebody who could sleep on the road. I never understood why. Well, sleep apnea, snoring, the new environment, all those things together were kicking my butt. Now with my mouthpiece, I'm breathing at night, which is letting me sleep. What a what a what a amazing concept. You need to breathe. Uh, it has just made such a difference. I cannot thank Dr. Dreer. I'm sorry, Diplomat of Sleep Dental Medicine Dreer, <laughs> uh, Lorianne, Ivy, everybody over at the Integrative Sleep Center. If you if you are tired of being tired, if you maybe you've got the hoses, the wires, you're ready to try something different. Maybe somebody suggested surgery. Make the call first. 518-885-6185. 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer of the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. Helping me sleep better. They're going to help you sleep better too. Laura Oakman on the way next right here. Radio Row. LeVac and Gaz out here for the big game. Thanks to our good friends at Belfort Property Restoration on Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Ah, yes. LeVac and Gaz live here on Radio Row. And it's, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit something. We dropped the ball on this table. We didn't brand the table enough. And I can hear Dave McClett back in Latham. At elevation 10,000 going, why didn't you sit with me before you went? Your jackets look great. It says LeVac and Gaz on them. This looks as this. This is this. The stickers are on the table. You got things. I would have had a tablecloth, a stand-up banner. I would have elevated your brand. I would have, I would have troubleshot this for you. Sorry, Dave. We made a we mistake. We let you down. We let you down. Guys let you down. I mean, honestly, if we're being real, it's uh, not me. We understood the importance of a <laughs> brand. I'm sure our boss, Howard, is going to be mad at us. He gets branding. Chris gets – but Elevation 10,000, who's you want, who is what you want for your brand? That makes English. Makes sense, no? <laughs> Laura Oakman will be joining us in about 30 seconds. I'll be able to show off my English to her as well. But Elevation 10,000 can help you with your branding, whether it's digital marketing, whether it's apparel, whether it's signage, or getting an understanding of the English language. Elevation 10,000 can help 
help you through the process. We know from experience, LeVac, we love Elevation 10,000. I mean, it's a true story, 100%, Elevation10k.com. It's just it's just one of those things like, I, where do I get at this? Where do I get that? Where do I, you just, it starts all of Elevation 10,000. Elevate your brand with Elevation 10,000. Has anybody been closer to the sidelines than Laura Oakman who's about to join us? I, Multiple uh, times on the 49er sideline this season. Uh, a good and the Raiders. She's a lot of Raiders games, yeah. too. I, I've heard them all. We'll find out coming up next. Well, actually, right now. She's right sitting now. down. Okay. Ooh, let's go. Live from Radio Row. It's the first time in a couple of whatevers, and we've been, everybody's doing math with us today, and <laughs> we didn't come here for math. Uh, she is the queen of the sideline, Laura Oakman. Um, thank you so much for joining us. We, were, we talked to you in Miami which could have been last week as far as I'm concerned oh, with the way it's going. Um, but it's been that long. It's the same matchup and everything. Like, is somebody like yourself who, who is both blessed and tasked with telling the story on the sideline, are you sick of the same teams always being in the Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Is there a truth serum right now? Yeah, hold on. Um, no, because they're so different. And, I mean, I know a lot of the Chiefs were there, and so we do have the, a lot of the same conversations. But it would be like we see each other once a year. You know, if we saw each other, we haven't seen each other since then. But we have so much to catch up on. Our lives are so different from five years ago. And so talking to Travis Kelsey then <laughs> compared to now, like I loved seeing him last night because I went back and looked at all my notes from that Super Bowl to be like, who was he then? And so, Lord, we all know who he is now. So to be able to continue those conversations and to continue then and now, I think is really cool. And the Niners, so many of them weren't there. Like last night, even talking to guys, unless you're talking to Kittle or Juszczyk, I mean, there's just there's so few of them or Bosa that are around. It's a whole new team. So I get it. Like I, I, was, I was covering the game, but I wasn't doing the sidelines for the Patriots. I get it if it's like every year where it's like we're back, we're back, we're back. But this to me feels a little bit different because so many of the guys really are so different. So stop complaining, guys. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Not a, no, not no, only, no, I'm with you. <laughs> things have changed. In this city, like this is Las Vegas, it feels like history is being made with all this. What have you felt the last few days of Las Vegas feeling a new vibe for the first time hosting a Super Bowl in its history? It's so it's almost like there's three teams, right? Like this is such a big – Vegas is such a big player. And I can't – like my bones deep inside me, I'm like an old-school journalist, right? Like 32 years ago when I started, especially as a woman, it was like you better be right. You better – like there was so much ingrained in you of don't screw anything up and do it the right way. And so gambling was a big part of that, of like don't say that word. Don't – you know, on broadcast, don't ever say the odds. Don't ever blah, blah, blah. So – Walking around Vegas and like, it's like the book. What is it called? The sports books. That the sports books are like Starbucks, and so they're <laughs> everywhere. And walking into Radio Row and seeing slot machines, and I can't get over that a Super Bowl is here because if you would have told us that ten years ago or five years ago, maybe five years ago, we'd yeah. be like, I, we would never put all of this in this mecca here. So I do, I do think it feels a little bit like LA though in terms of. It's the show. It's Vegas is the show. So people are here for the game, but it's kind of more about being here for Vegas than the game. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Well, because historically, Monday's slow. Tuesday's picking up a little bit here. We would never get you on a Tuesday. We would never. You would be probably later in the week. We'd be, we'd be lucky if they could squeeze you in. But because of how big day. this is, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> I'm going to give you 10 minutes to knock that off. Um, <laughs> but it's like because of how big this is, you know, the, the main players like yourself are here on a Tuesday, and it's, it's, it's very, 
it's awe-inspiring, and it's also forcing me to get my butt moving. Like, it, uh, you know, like normally today be some X, play, X Games players, stuff like that. Easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right, actually right. a good point. But think about this, too. It also, when I walked in here, I, well, I, you said you haven't been here since Miami. What I would tell you the difference is Radio Row is shrinking. And so, like, the rooms have been smaller. There's not as many tables. And so I walked in Sunday night, and it, like, almost knocked me back of, like, oh, it's pre-COVID. That it yeah. was, you know, like after COVID, there were so many stations that were said, we've cut it from the budget. We can do it now. We've seen that we don't need to go there. And so I walked in here and felt like, oh, it feels a bit like the old days. And that made me really excited. We had to go to a new station to get a budget. So we exactly. went to a different station last time we saw you and everything. <laughs> Let's talk Is that station here? <laughs> no, <laughs> they're not. <laughs> no, not if we didn't win the ratings. No, sorry. <laughs> Let's talk about Brock Purdy, the quarterback for the 49ers. It feels like no matter even the result of this game, people are going to figure out he's great he's average he's an underdog he's a, any vibe of what's going to happen over the next few days and on Sunday with the future of Brock Purdy at quarterback for the Niners I hate us so much <laughs> I do it's like he's in his second year and it's like this whole season like he's in the hall of fame he is the worst quarterback ever right. and it's just he's a 23 I think he's still 23 I don't think he's 24 yet like He's in his second year and coming off a major injury also in surgery. So I will say this, because we, my NFL Fox, uh, NFL on Fox team, I've had the Niners a bunch the last couple of years and really have gotten to know Brock and gotten to know that team. And it was fun when everything was great. I loved having conversations about Brock. And I remember Kyle Yuschek told me this, where he was like, oh, no, it's George Kittle. He go, what a good name dropper. Like, or maybe it was. Or maybe it was <laughs> Watch but, your toes. <laughs> like, oh, no. But so it was George Kittle who said, the way he commands a huddle, and I know we've heard people say that about young quarterbacks, but he's like, I need to, def he goes, the way that everyone looks at him, and he said, I need to define everyone. Trent Williams and George Kittle and Kyle Juszczyk and Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. He's like, he comes in, and the way he gets us and the way he calls the plays makes us think every play is going to be a great play. And he's like, that was from the beginning that he came in here. And so I took that conversation and brought it to Kyle Shanahan, and I said, when's the last time you've heard a rookie quarterback get that? And he's like, never. I've never seen it. And so I'm coming from that, right? Like all the, like, he is so great. We've never seen anything like it. And then, I, I, and then we, the Ravens game and those four interceptions. And then the last few games that we've seen of Brock where he looks like a second-year quarterback struggling at times. And so I hadn't seen Shanahan. I saw him last night, and I hadn't seen him since the Baltimore game, I don't think. And I said to him, I, I know you're never going to wish your quarterback struggling, but how much were you happy to see that four-interception game and these games where he struggled because how many steps did he skip with that quick ascension? And he was like, that's what we were looking for was how did he hand, how did he still walk into the huddle? You know, was Trent Williams still like, yeah, you're the best or like, Ugh. like, and so I, what I see is a young guy still developing who started really fast and that's great. But also there's some tough stuff that comes with that ascension. Laura Oakman with us. Um, what what is your storyline? For this game, I mean, a lot of people want to make it about Taylor Swift or, or even Patrick Mahomes' dad or whatever. What's your storyline that you're looking forward to the most? Uh, I mean, honestly, t probably two things. And really, usually, I, I have a good storyline because I'm all about the who people are and all that. And and there's some good who's here, but. I've been on that sideline, the Niners sideline, the last two playoff games, and I didn't know who they were when they started. And so to, like, see them come out so slow and to just be on that sideline and be like, what is happening? Like, I don't get it. And I just keep thinking that 
this team keeps talking about scars, you know, that they've been, they've been here, you know, the guys who are here, like, we know it doesn't mean anything if we lose. And they're feeling that a little bit more than the Chiefs are. So there's a little bit more with Kyle's past, you know, with Shanahan's past. And so I really want to see how they come out because I don't know if you can go down 17 at halftime and beat this Chiefs team at this stage. Love it. Uh, Laura Open, follower on, on X, uh, Galvanize, an amazing thing you do. Thank and, you. of course, Fox and, and all of it. So thank you for your time. You're the best, and we could do this all day, but there's a heavy Santa next to me is going to take you away from me. Andy so. Garcia, man. <laughs> Give us a little space. <laughs> I like that you rocked the flex right away. You went most likely right away. I, we Have a great call. You, you're amazing. And you let's, let's do this sooner than like four years from now. I know. Oh. <laughs> we'll bother Andy more often. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, and your new station, who will be bringing you back next year. Right, well, the Fox affiliate. Fox. Oh, yes, yes. Soon, soon. Always great to see you guys. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Another amazing visit from Laura Oakman. I wish we could talk to her way, way longer. Uh, she is phenomenal and it just always always a good time. Uh, learn a lot from her. I feel like I learned almost as much from Laura Oakman as you've learned from Alyssa. Thank you, Alyssa. Over at Lillian David Fine Jewelers, stop in Valentine's Day specials going on, guys. If you're prepping for the big game on Sunday, don't forget Valentine's Day. Is my math correct here? One week away. Today's Wednesday, although we might have said Tuesday in that interview. Today well, is did, Wednesday. I didn't say Tuesday because that's when I caught her. <laughs> that's when we were able to get her to sit down. One week away. <laughs> one week. The radio magic is gone, but not the love. Love and magic is still in the air thanks to Lily and David Fondulers. I know. Right here, the wedding band. Right Look across Las Vegas. It's that's like, right. Ladies, back off. He's taken. Okay? Nothing would make me happier than somebody gets married out here in Las Vegas and you buy your engagement ring. Oh, Later on, after and, we have and wedding bands, right? yeah. Lily and David Fond Jewelers at the Shops of Wilton. Guys, if you've been enjoying the content this week, we hope you can stop over to the Shops of Wilton, support a family-owned and operated business. Shout-out to Alyssa and David, Tammy, G, everybody, the whole staff over there, helping you find what she's looking for. For more information on specials on this Valentine's Day and how you can check out the great apparel, Nah, we'll call it jewelry. You can call it apparel if you want when you get confused. What is uh, jewelry? <laughs> what is it? Yeah. <laughs> Lily and David Fine Jewelers can help you. Shops of Will, we stop in. Tell me you heard about my story. Gaza story from Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Gaza we have the top four and four coming up next. That's that, Mohawk Honda. You got that midweek mental burn going. It was, I get it. It happens. It media happens. day was a long day. It happens. And also the media party was a long day. I'm yep. grinding through it's, it. It's the midweek mental burn, my friend. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It's my uh, fault. I don't have any hair right now. Let's now. see if he can count to four. Right. <laughs> Coming up next, it's my hair. Black guys live uh, here on Radio Row for the big game next to Bell Four Property Restoration. It's Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 9.80. Four. All right, it is time for the top four at four. Four biggest stories in the world of sports. It is brought to you by our good friends back home at Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Uh, hey, uh, Q-Ball, why don't you go ahead and give me the fourth biggest story. We got love for Mohawk Honda and Mohawk Chevy, the play of the day. We are opening up those spots. We do not forget about the people that make this show possible. Shout out to everybody that. Uh, fourth biggest story, a New York connection today, former New York Giants coach getting another shot in the league. That's Ben McAdoo, who's been hired by the New England Patriots to be on their staff going forward. You might know there's a connection with Alex Van Pelt, who's on the staff. They were each other 2012-2013 with the Green Bay Packers. Ben McAdoo, Levac getting back into the NFL with the New England Patriots. What do you make of this move? I, I, listen, everybody acts like the second you, you, know, you, you botch it, you'll never figure it out and it's over for you. McAdoo's been around. 
He's been a, he's been a consultant, an advisor, all these other things. It, it, the problem's never been with his brain. We know that dude's smart. If anything, the problem was he got promoted too early. You know, like it felt like it was one of those deals where the Giants wanted to make sure he stayed. The rumor was the Eagles were poaching him. So what he did was he leveraged his position. He got a head coaching job. He, he put on his big brother's wrinkled suit, and he, and, he, and he did the best he could at first. It just it didn't work out. I'm shocked it's taking this long. People love that guy, what he knows. It's weird because, like, he got another shot post-Giants and worked his way up again. He got all the way up to Carolina Panther offensive coordinator. The problem is he was the OC of the Panthers, and we know how David Tepper and those staffs have been. Yeah. They also fired Joe Brady, who Bills fans know, did a fantastic job. So McAdoo might be a good coordinator. Now it feels like it's got bad luck. By the way, a special senior offensive assistant is the title I'm being seen. He's being given by the Patriots. So we're still doing it in Belichick's way that right. the titles really don't mean anything. It's whatever. Okay. Good to know. We move on here to story number three. We'll combine two things here. That headline of games involving the Nets and Mavs last night. The Celtics and Hawks in action tonight. Warriors and Sixers. But I kind of want to make this more of a recap from last night, LeVac, because Kyrie Irving goes up against his former squad in 119-107 victory over the Nets. And the New York Knicks Tested a little bit by the Grizzlies, 123-113 final. The big headline here, and I was next to you when you saw it, Jalen Brunson ankle injury from last night. So they have a special they do. Like, like, you know how when you go to a normal hotel in a normal city, they have a little, like, a little like uh, commissary, a little small place where you can, you know, buy toothbrushes and some sodas and stuff. So throughout Vegas, they're all, like, these stores. They're called Essentials. It's that. Because you're in the hotel. So they do a thing where if you buy two tall beers, they'll give you a shot. little bottle shot, you know, a little, little, uh, little, little shotter. Um, I saw him roll his ankle, and I had three shots stored up. I did all three right then. <laughs> uh, I, I had to dull the pain. It, like, it, Jalen Brunson, it, it's, it, and look, he should not have been on the court. The game was officially, like, not officially, but it was effectively over. There's, it felt like... It felt like there was something on his shoe. I don't know. It just it felt like a comedy of errors. It felt so Knicks. So that, I mean, he's not supposed to miss a ton of time. It is the All-Star break. But here's a guy who's so excited to go play in his first All-Star game. He might have to skip it now. In, in a year where you've had Mitchell Robinson go down, Julius Randle go down, OG Ananobi, who we didn't even know was hurt, go down. And now it looks like Brunson's going to miss time. Guys, I hope you're aerodynamic with that bald head of yours because you may have to actually play for the Knicks now. <laughs> Just with the phrase comedy of errors I have never heard before, and I use it as a gift this morning, and then you just said it, I'm like, did you take that from my gift this morning, the comedy of errors? No, it's, it's a long thing. It's, it's a I, long thing? Yeah, I don't, really, right. I don't really pay attention to your social I sent, media. I sent a gift. It was about that. Uh, Jalen Brunson. It a GIF? I think it's Jiffy, yes. Is it a uh, meme? I feel bad if Jalen Brunson, like you had said, does not get an opportunity to play in the All-Star game. Yes, he can get introduced and have the gear on and everything else, but it's more about... I've done this in my career. I want to show that I'm one of the best players in the league, and he's done that so far this season. It is just fear, bad luck. Uh-oh, the sky is falling, Chicken Little, for Knicks fans that the moment Brunson grabbed his ankle, yep. every Knicks fan was like, there's no way. There's no way that this very Jet-like, where the Jets thought they had everything and there were the negative Jet fans and Rodgers goes down. See, told you. you know, it, I don't no, want that you know, vibe it, around that karma. team. It's karma. It's karma. We all went when when uh, now like I didn't I like Joel Embiid so I didn't like celebrate when he got hurt, but I know a lot of Knicks fans did a happy dance when Joel Embiid got hurt and was gonna miss some time. 
This is what we get, Knicks fans. This is what happens. Don't celebrate injuries ever. Also, ever. Ky- Kyrie Irving in the postgame press conference was being shown a lot here where we were set up at Luxor, Mandalay Bay. Was that like a dream catcher as his earring? It was terrible. It, was it did look like a dream there? catcher. Um, yeah, it, it, I don't know, man. There's some weird. I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm just distracted. One of my favorite comedians, yet somewhat mortal enemy, is on the table behind us. Bert Kreischer. <laughs> Bert Kreischer's why. I don't know if he has time to say hi, but if he does, I'm going to give. I want to know because you know I've always had a problem with him because the hot ones interview. We we know the he etiquette. Did the wing. Yeah. If you do the wing, you don't answer the question. But he did the. He ate the wing, and he still said Albany was the worst place that he's done. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I don't want to be. Right. I don't want to be those people either, because there's some etiquette here where it's like you put all the work in and book somebody, and then somebody tries to grab them. You know how that goes, because we've had the I don't, poaching before. I, I'm gonna say my piece, okay. whether it's on the mic or, or yelling it down the hall. <laughs> I'll dare you. I'm gonna say my piece. I love my my hometown. All right, yeah. So Jalen Brunson, <sighs> get 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 well soon, buddy. We've been teasing this throughout the day, but let's talk about the game itself. It's story number two here. Syracuse basketball is in action tonight. You can hear that action on our sister station, WGY. Pre-game gets underway at 6 o'clock Eastern. That's a reminder for me. 7 o'clock Eastern is tip-off <laughs> as they take on a struggling Louisville team. Is Levesque, that 4? 4 o'clock here? Is that uh, 4 o'clock here. Yeah, yes. Okay. Yes. Right. Now you just screwed me up. Uh, Syracuse right. basketball, though. We got the wager on the Orange, Levesque. I'm yeah. proud. This is a cool thing that we get to wager on New York sports teams out here in the desert. Well, it's it, yeah, the, the weird rule, and I know there's reasons behind it. You can't any, – any college or school or whatever that plays within the state of New York, you can't bet on in the state of New York. We're not in the state of New York, so we got to bet Cuse. I almost bet Army tonight, too. Just because you could? Just because I could. <laughs> I think they're getting five and a half. Uh, but, no, it, it was, like, you're obviously a far bigger Syracuse fan than I am. You know, not even – it's not even close. But just out of solidarity and because we could, I, I, threw, I, I, threw, I threw a taco or two down, you know? Okay. I threw a little love down on your, on your orange. I appreciate the support. I hope they win tonight. The game is at the GMA Wireless Stone. I hope they do that as well because I've invested – more than I probably should have on this game tonight. Louisville's not very good. They're not going to make the tournament. They have not recovered since post-Rick Pitino, who's doing a really good job over at St. John's as well. Uh, other headline, by the way, involving the Orange. Former Syracuse Orange player in Glens Falls' zone, Joseph Gerard III. Yeah. Pretty good game last night against Clemson and the upset victory over North Carolina. You and I watched almost every play of that game last night. Gerard's playing good. A skinnier Gerard. I know you've criticized when I talk about his weights and yeah you're big on the weight for other people um I he looks more confident yeah, doesn't he, does. he? he yeah. looks like he did back in the day like he whatever the game plan difference the coaching difference however the way he's being used on the court whatever he looks more confident he looks more comfortable it's it, you know Syracuse really really hosed that poor kid. You should be ashamed of yourself. I wouldn't go that far. I don't think you know, it's as, as the ambassador that, of what? all that is Syracuse. What? You should be ashamed for what you did to poor Joseph Gerard III. <laughs> he, was, he was fine. Oh, he did just right. fine there. That's right. Run away, Kreischer. Let's move on <laughs> to story number one, another Capital Region tie here. A former Tri-City Valley Cat who, for some fans in the Capital Region, might get booed. That is Jose Altuve, who's agreed to an extension with the Houston Astros, a five-year deal, $125 million. fact, this is an MVP-caliber player who had his time in the Capital Region. But as I set this up, I don't know if most Capital Region sports fans are fans of Altuve because not just his time with the Astros, but the cheating scandal yeah, involved. It's the cheating. 
because I liked him. Even even though he was on, he was one of those guys that you liked anyway. Like his his old five hour energy commercial was one of my favorite commercials, where he's like zipping all over the field. I thought those were great. Um, there's certain players that you like. Red Sox fans, you you know this one. Oh, Jeter. Okay, I like Jeter. You know what I mean? Like, like as a Yankee, I used to like Pedroia. I was like, I don't like Pedroia, but I respect Pedroia. Altuve was a dude you liked, even though he was part of that filthy Astros uh, just experience. But then when he was actually linked to the cheating, it became nobody can like you. Can't, I can't like it, and it sucks because obviously not the same way. But a lot like Bonds, he's a great player already. Why did you need to cheat? Yeah, that's totally right about Altuve. Like, people are going to look back because he's smaller and wondered how he got so good so fast and how that all came together with him because it's going to be like, that doesn't make sense. You weren't a big-time prospect. Nothing makes uh, a correlation between other players in baseball like it does for Altuve. The part that I always find weird about these contracts in baseball, I thought it would stop post-COVID, but it seems like it's still continuing. You would think that baseball teams would find ways to restructure when they're going to give out these big contracts. Like, Altuve has proven all he can at this point. You know, Obviously, like Bobby Witt Jr. for the Royals. He's got a lot more baseball left to be played. He's got an 11-year contract now with Kansas City. This contract is going to take Altuve till he's 39. Yeah. And there were some moments over the course post-cheating scandal where Altuve wasn't great on the road. Now, maybe that social media reminded us, like, look, no trash can. He stinks. He can't hit. But 39 years old, still getting paid about 20-plus million dollars a season. We'll see if it works out for Houston, but... It felt like they were going to rebuild, and they kept winning and finding ways to win. But now they have to take on the defending World Series champion, Texas Rangers, in their own division this season. Yeah, uh, but there's, he's still got he's got a lot of ball. Hookers and weed, my friends. Hookers and weed. Most apropos we've ever had uh, to do this spot right now as we're getting ready to see Brandon Lang. I haven't seen him yet, but the madman himself is walking around here somewhere. But I'm, I I mean, listen, I feel like he'd be a, a big proponent of hookers and weed, the craft lager that is taking over the capital region. Of course, uh, you got J.J. Hookers, Willoughby Weed, two beautiful, smart, uh, entrepreneurial females who said, you know what, we're good at music. We're good at, at fighting crime even. We're good at making beer, but we'd be great at making it together, hookers and weed beer. Uh, it's, it's that lager. It's got that great taste to it. It's got a little bit of hoppiness. It, it's, it's really, really good. You're going to love it. Go to your local Bev or, or wherever and grab yourself some hookers and weed. Ask for it if they don't have it. And you want to make sure you go where it belongs or you know where it is? hookersandweed.com. Find out about the ladies, learn where the beer is, give it a taste. Don't be afraid to, uh, you know, to tweet it to me, at the Jeff Levesque, at Tom Goss with two Zs, and uh, we'd love to see what you think about hookers and weed beer. Oh, here he comes. Wow, he looks good. He, he looks is really good. Jack, we've been hyping up this interview. We've been waiting for it. Mr. Las Vegas himself, Don't Brandon Lang, sitting down with us. That's, uh, that's right now. When I'm using my money here in a um, – Less than productive way. It's important to remember that I have people to help me back home, be a little more responsible, make some plans, and put everything together for myself. And that's my buddy Drew Prescott. I uh, went and had lunch with Drew, talked about all kinds of things from, you know, sports to, you know, a little bit of investing. I feel like we didn't talk much about investing, to be perfectly honest with you. I feel like, we <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it, was more, it was more of a, you know, back and forth getting to know each other. Uh, me picking on him for the, the Red Sox and, and the Bruins and him crushing me for the Yankees and the Rangers. But it's it's one of those things like I 
I can tell you that I know for a fact that Drew Prescott knows a ton about insurance. He was in the insurance industry. I know that he is one of the guys who, when you work with him on your financial, you know, he, he's the guy who actually advises you. He's the one who takes care of it for you. Uh, I know he's mentored over 100 advisors since entering the financial services area back in 2005. I know all those things. I need to know I like you. Like, I need to know I like you and that, you know, I, you're, I can understand what you're saying to me if I'm going to work with you on, on my financial wellness and my plan. And I like Drew. I like him. I understand the way he speaks. He uses it terms that I get, and that's why I went to PrescottPW.com, P-R-E-S-C-O-T-T-P-W.com. Drew Prescott, that's the guy. Sit down, have a conversation. And, and you'll learn a little bit. You get a plan for your financial wellness and future. Uh, Drew Prescott, that's the guy. And speaking of the guy walking up now, you probably know him from around the horn. He's a, a professor. He's, a, he's a, still a writer for the Washington Post. Does great stuff. Kevin Blackstone and Torrance Banks, both here with us right now on Radio Row. All right, we are, uh, listen, there's, there's moments in life that you realize you're, you're talking to people who are smarter than you. <laughs> and, you, and, you, and you shut up and you listen. And uh, Kevin Blackstone with us, Torrance Banks with us. Uh, I, I know, guys, get your, get your, he has to ask this every listen, time. Listen, things happened at the media party last night, Kevin. Uh -oh. I, as you can see, like, <laughs> do you have any advice for my future after what happened last night at the media party, my lack of hair? See, no, Kevin uh, has a hairstyle. You yeah. have a mistake. Uh oh, all right. <laughs> Where's your cap? Uh, I just got one a few minutes ago from a nice lady who's giving us a bucket hat, so maybe that'll be the future. Can I, I can rock this, right? I'll be okay? Yeah, you could. All hey, right. grass doesn't grow on busy streets. Ooh. <laughs> I like that. Well, that's a, <laughs> that explains a lot. <laughs> Not a lot going on in this town. Um, all right. Well, listen, I, I've, one of the things that, that Kevin noticed right away is I'm a Raiders fan. Goss is a Bucks fan. We're, we're from upstate New York. We're three hours to four hours from everything. You know, um, my daughter is a Ravens fan. I took her to Raiders Ravens, and she betrayed me. Oh. <laughs> she, the marching band did it all. It was over. The, the waterfront of the marching band. But he's also an Orioles fan. Is it, is he? You guys got me completely confused. <laughs> I have no idea, and you're in Albany, New York, home of Boo Booey, the greatest point guard in the history of Northwestern University. Um, I, you, yeah, you've got me confused. Well, we, we're confused. His, I think it's any team that had orange in it. I think he's attracted to it. <laughs> Me, I was Yankees. That was that was set in stone, and then the Raiders is a goofy story about my dad. But, but like as an Orioles fan, he might actually be okay for once. Yeah, they got a great new owner in David Rubenstein from uh, uh, from Baltimore, who is a multi-billionaire um, and one of the big uh, philanthropers in uh, in Washington D.C. Uh, with the museums. And actually, this is one of the amazing things owns one of the copies of the Magna Carta, oh. which is in the uh, National Archives Museum in Washington, D.C. So if you ever get down there, uh, go by and see it. It has its own special room, but he owns it. That's insane. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So many fans, maybe from upstate New York, around the country, know you from around the horn. Okay. All your times. Yeah. Give us like a behind-the-scenes story. Like, What would the casual fan of somebody who watches around the horn that they might not know about the show? They might not know about the show. Um, uh, that it is scripted. Oh, okay. Okay, so I always tell uh, young students who are interested in it, you know, it's not just about sitting down in front of a camera and talking sports. Um, it's about research. Uh, it takes the producers and directors who put that show on, as well as the talent, all day to put it together. Um, and Tony Reale scripts 
much of the show. So it takes writing skills as well. And that's one of the things uh, that I don't want young journalism students to lose sight of. Um, a lot goes into journalism, which is why I'm here with Torrance Banks, because he is representative of that um, in terms of this study that he and some other students at the University of Maryland did into our favorite sport, which is football, but at the youth level. So, all right, so Torrance, tell us about the study. Obviously, um, you know, we all do love football. That's why we're here. We're on, we're on Radio Row for that reason. What, give us like an overview of the study and then and, and why you felt it was important to, to get that information out. So the study kind of looks at the, like, the risk versus reward component um, of youth tackle football. Um, so like there are many like benefits to playing youth, youth tackle football. You know, uh, kids uh, build friendships. Um, they learn teamwork at an early age, and um, also the belief that there's a poss maybe a possibility of earning a college scholarship down the line. Um, however, there's also the the chance of like um, you know getting injured um, as well. So what we did was um, as part of like the four month investigation. Um, we did a poll to kind of get like the overall perspective of youth tackle football like around the country, how parents feel and how kind of Americans overall feel as well. And what we saw was that um, black and Hispanic parents are more likely to see um, playing professionally and earning a college scholarship as a benefit to playing youth tackle football. Um, they are more likely to allow their kids to play at a younger age, um, under the age of nine. Um, and they are more likely to um, be, in, they're more likely to be in favor of um, of uh, scaling back tackling in practice to 30 minutes or less. And um, also, we went to several um, youth football, youth tackle football camps around the country to talk, kind of talk to parents as well. Um, kind of just get their perspective on the sport as well. When when you say that it's it's more likely for the black Hispanic parents to you know to embrace youth tackle football. Is that because we see a, a lot of the pro football athletes who are the superstars look like them, or is that more of a because of the community, they, it's, a, it's a better way out of the community? What, did you see any of that? Well, the, the study didn't specifically kind of look into that, but I think that that can kind of be seen. Uh, I know I talked to one, um, one Salman Brandon, who played um, in the first Super Bowl. Um, he mentioned that a lot of, you know, like a lot of the athletes kind of look like them, so that's maybe, maybe that's why I'm more more black and Hispanic parents are kind of attracted to the sport. That's why I like offensive linemen. <laughs> <laughs> when you think about your future, what do the next few years look like for you, and what do you want to do when you're done with your time in college? Yeah. So I want to um, I want to be an enterprise investigative or investigative reporter, um, or maybe like feature writing. Um, I kind of like long form journalism in general, um, and I also have interest like in documentary filmmaking too. That's awesome. So it, I like so it's it's. What, how did this relationship start between uh, Kevin Blackstone and Torrance Max? Because I see, like, when you talk, there's, like, a, a proud nod from Torrance, and when he speaks, there's a proud nod from you. What, how'd you guys become, you know, intermingled here? Well, uh, Terrence, Torrance is, is part of the graduate school um, program at the uh, Philip Merrill College of Journalism at the University of Maryland, and I'm happy to represent them. And I've been teaching there, I've been teaching there since 2008 um, in conjunction with writing my column at the Post, doing ESPN, doing other stuff. Um, and they do some really interesting projects um, at the, at, at, for, for, for students at, at the school. 
tied into, I should also say, the, the Howard Center for Investigative Journalism, which is all part of this, this program. So it is now, it's now a Super Bowl. It wasn't a Super Bowl. It didn't feel like Super It wasn't Radio Row. It isn't until Brandon Lang walks through the door. When Brandon Lang walks in, that's when the whole party starts. Dude, you look good. Well, I'm, tomorrow I'm bringing my sweet potato, brown rice, spinach, and my flank steak down here because this carbohydrate overload, that ain't doing it for me. And the little media down there, they ain't got none down there. What? This is, uh, no, I'm. This I'm, is not, we, no, hold on. We, all these um, years you've been talking to us, we were ready for the Vegas bad man, and now it's protein shredded. and vegetables shredded good, up. Man. I'm 60 years old. Uh, knew I was getting a divorce. Okay. Ah. Um, so. Revenge bod? A year, <laughs> a year prior, got in shape, knew she was going to self-destruct. She did, got divorced, took another year of just getting in shape. And then after two years of getting shredded, which I don't look 60. No, um, not at all. I best shape of my Why'd life. Why'd you make that sound, guys? No, no, no. It was like a. Mm-hmm. He's a friend. No, you can't flirt with him. I'm, I'm a married man. <laughs> I literally. <laughs> Sent him ready to date. And in New York, in the Hamptons, okay. I met, I had the last Willy Wonka golden ticket when I found this girl. Okay. Um, not a girl either. She's a but. woman. Um, and we're going on six months. I'm moving to New York. We're going to live together. Um, when I show, she's got Julia Roberts' pretty personality and pretty woman times a thousand. Um, boys. Uh, your boy B. Lang uh, knocked it out of the ballpark. Bro. Holy <laughs> shit. That's, that's just one. Okay, hold on. That's, she's not a dime because that's not enough. It's, it's beyond a dime. Here's, and in New York, she's a 15. This Ooh. is the third date that we ever went on. Notice the closeness of our hands in this picture. Okay. Third date. Oh, it's not. Yeah, she's, she's, she's bad. <laughs> that's. Third Congratulations, day. man! Um, and then this was New Year's McConaughey's Eve. McConaughey's pretending to be you now. This was again. New, this, was, <laughs> this was New Year's Eve in Manhattan. It's one of my favorite pictures. It shows you. She's five eight, modeled, act. She's uh, not going to say her age. She's in her fifties, but doesn't. Oh, that's doesn't look please. in her fifties. If that's what fifty looks like, this let's go. This was in Manhattan, New Year's Eve. So you're only going to be a couple hours from us. Huh? Holy hey. smokes, those are the longest boots I've ever seen, and they still don't cover Stuart those Weitzman's. Wow. Wow. Good stuff. So, Wait, all right. And one of the main things was that, you know, she had dated rich Jewish guys her whole life. 5'8", um, never dated a guy who was in shape, 6'4". So when we met at the bar that night, and I stood up to say hi to her, she was like, Hey, now. Whoa. Whoa. And he's in shape. And we've never looked back. And so with that and the health and the fitness and whatever, this week I wanted no distractions. So I have my daughter this week. So when anybody says, B-Lane, what are we doing? I got my daughter. So this is all on you. So good luck. What happens Vegas stays in Vegas. I didn't want any distractions whatsoever. And I'm heading to New York on Monday. Spend Valentine's Day with her. And it's, it's all systems go. So Brandon Lang with us right now. LeVac and Goss, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9, 980. There's always been – so you're – one of, if not the best handicappers of all time, movies made about you, BrandonLang.com. I've always felt like it was your ability to harness the chaos that was this what brought us your genius. Now that everything is on the straight and narrow, it's, what are we doing? I'm, I'm, it's been good. Yeah? Four and two in the playoffs. Um, I like this game a lot. Um, I often say teams that shouldn't be in the Super Bowl – don't win the Super Bowl. Okay. If this conversation 
would have taken place in the Detroit-San Francisco game. We're handicapping Lions-Chiefs rematch of week one when Detroit went in there on Thursday night and beat them as a five-point dog. When Dan Campbell was thinking about going for it on fourth down, they're up 14. Niners took the first possession of the third quarter, went right down the field, kicked the field goal. Detroit got the ball, went right down the field. Now they're looking at field goal to match their field goal, go back up 17. If Aaron Glenn had just did this, Dan, 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 Dan. <laughs> My defense, Dan, I just want you to listen to me for, for one minute before we make, take, take a timeout as we talk about this. Dan, my, my defense has held them to 10 points with seven minutes to go in the third quarter. Dan, I swear to you, to Jesus, to the Easter Bunny, to Elijah Muhammad, to Islam, I don't care what we believe in, Dan. <laughs> if you give me a 17-point lead, Dan, on my daughter's life, on my life, they're not going to go on three scoring drives of 60-plus yards against me in the next 22 minutes to beat me. And, Dan, that's saying that our offense, our offense doesn't score another point. Dan, give me the 17-point lead. Dan, we've been through a lot together, Dan. Dan, take another time out. We've got to talk about this. Dan, <laughs> Dan, we've been through a lot together. The, 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 the turn in the program around and, 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 and everything, Dan. We've been in the foxhole together, Dan. Dan, Dan listen to me. <laughs> I'm going to start crying, Dan. <laughs> if you give me the 17-point lead, we're going to the Super Bowl, Dan. We would have done it. Just give me the lead, Dan. Just put your ego aside and don't do it because you have to coach differently in the playoffs in the regular season. That's all I got to say, Dan. Make the right call. Step back. <laughs> Dan kicks the field goal. Yep. They go up 17. Yep. They win that game. Yep. Since Dan didn't do that, we have Brock Purdy and Patrick Mahomes and – we have a quarterback who's 12-1 and one against the spread as an underdog in his NFL career, and the only quarterback to beat him was? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Bay Buccaneers. You froze. The Buccaneers fan. You, were, you didn't know there would be pause, a Buccaneers question. Pause for so, dramatic effect is what that was. No. Yeah. You froze him. <laughs> I love it. It was, it was Tom Brady in the playoff game that he won with New England. The Super Bowl, they went and beat the Rams. Okay. Oh. That was okay. when Houston okay. was off sides. Yeah, uh, yes. all right. KC. That's when Brady threw the interception. Game over. Chiefs go in the Super Bowl. Houston was offside. Gave the ball back to Brady. He went down and scored. Yes, it's it's encyclopedic, man. I love it. So that's I, that was the. Go ahead. No, I, I wonder. Like you've been in the game for so long. You've seen the plus. You've seen the evolution of sports wagering and all the different states. I want to make sure I phrase this correctly. Angered, annoyed, indifferent. You've probably seen now over the course of the last few years with more sports wagering touts want to be handicappers, claiming to be. How do you feel about this new generation of people trying to do what you've been doing for 10, 20, 30 years? One thing you'll never get me to do, ever, is hate on anybody else. You've never heard me do it. I never will do it. I want everybody in life to get their piece of the pie and be happy. I've, I've made my dreams come true. I took a job at a golf course as a caddy and networked a feature film based on my life. My dad tried to kill my mom when I was 10 and got 5 to 15 in prison for attempted murder. His suicide note said he was going to kill my mom and kill us kids, kill himself, got too drunk to pull it off. Um, my high school basketball coach said for, every, for a kid that had every reason to turn out bad, you just did the right thing your whole life. The main reason why is because I love my mom. And I said, I'm not going to disrespect that woman. And so every time I was faced with a peer pressure decision to do the wrong thing, I did the right thing based on what was this going to do to my mom. And I got in a huge debate with somebody the other day, and I said, let me explain something to you. If a man loves and respects his mother, he will respect women for the rest of his life. 
it all starts with the relationship of a son and their mother. If they don't respect their mom, good luck. And that's an extension of everything in their personality. So I'm blessed. I want everybody to get theirs. I'm just trying to win, win games, man. I'm, I'm just trying to win games every single day. My reality show called Cappers, which airs on Pluto Network in March. First two episodes drop in March. It's about me and my nine handicappers on my website and how we live our life, how we, how we manage the wins and how we manage the losses. And people don't see behind the scenes that when I've lost a couple days in a row, how I'm just... The, the, the pressure builds. Conversely, how I celebrate a big win. How, you know, somebody asked me on an earlier radio show, do you hit 60% of your picks? I'm like, well, I have, to, I have to educate you on something. I use a dime-rated system. So, like, last night was a 40-dime play on the Cleveland Cavaliers over Sacramento. They covered. It's a 40-dime play. Not a big play, but a 40-dime play. If you ask me how my 25 dimes, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, how those do, 50% maybe, but if I come with a 100-dimer or a 150-dimer or a 200-dimer, I have consistently over the course of my career hit 62 63% That's of those awesome. big plays. And so those are the ones that people go crazy for. Right. Saturday in college basketball, I hit 150-dimer on South Carolina plus 2.5 over Georgia. Ooh. My Super Bowl pick's going to be 150-dimer number four in a row. And I think I'm going for 14 of my last 20 with the 150 diamond. Now think about that percentage. That's 150 diamond. That's a big play. That's, that's one that I've hit three in a row with South Carolina on, on Saturday. So that's where we're at. Um, and I'm just trying to, it's a grind. It's not a sprint, it's a marathon. You listen, I can never win enough to sustain the demand of people who want my picks because they made a movie about me. And I'll give you a perfect example. A month and a half ago, I hit 11 straight college basketball picks Ooh, at brandonlang.com 11 in a row yep. I had probably 40 buys for number 12 in a row new buys lost what do you think those 40 guys did watch them say goodbye Bye. Yeah. they didn't get the 11 in a row and when right. I'm talking 11 in a row I would say of those 11 in a row 9 of them were probably underdogs that won outright Nine of the 11 were dogs that won out, home dogs that won outright. Lose that 12th, you suck, you're the worst, get out of my face. That's the nature of the business that I'm in. We just had the most surreal moment. So you, Brandon Lang. I said next to him on a plane flight. It, it weirdest he's a thing. train wreck. It, you can kind of see it. He looks like he's, he's 79 years old. Carrot top comes by, he's hunched over. Wears makeup, yeah. bad body language, he's a wreck. He's jacked for, for what he used to be. It's I don't weird. know, how old is Carrot Top? I don't know. I, I'm, but it was Siri, just, how old's Carrot Top? Let's find out. It's like one of the most Vegas moments ever. That was odd. I didn't want to even turn. He's <laughs> not the most. Um, he, yeah, I got I to. Gotta, I you don't look like that. You're dating a tranny. <laughs> I don't. Not that there's anything wrong with that, New York. Uh, <laughs> 58 years old. Yeah. Okay. I mean, come so on. He looks like that. And you look like this. And I look like this. So you, I, need, I need this because you know I respect your ability. Brandlang.com. So we do a thing called fantasy versus reality. I Let's do three go. picks against the spread. Let's go. He does three fantasy plays each week. I was 66% this season. Never done that in my life. Probably never do it again. But my idiot but didn't just bet those. I bet, like, all these other props and everything. It's the you number know, one mistake once, people make. Once you start heating up, you start thinking you can bet everything. It's the number one mistake people make. 66, I've never 
it's to the point where, and you know, with you, I'm humble because you've made a life of this. Him, I'm like, you're, I, you should just be grateful to breathe the air that I have, <laughs> I provide for you. It, it, the biggest mistake people make is they'll, they'll go, okay, I'm going to bet on a Sunday, and my best bet is the Raiders. So I'm going to put $200 on the Raiders. Okay, great, that's my best bet. Now, ooh, I like this parlay, though. So I'm going to put $50 on this parlay here, and I'll put $50 on this teaser here, and I'll put another 50 on And so you add up all your golly, ga-ga, goo-goo, g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-g-
again. Is it a trap? And am I falling into the trap? So that's what I have to have to figure out. Find out that answer when uh, when Brandon does as well at brandonlang.com. You're the best, man. We appreciate you. I'm so happy for you. Uh, you happy looks good on you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you, boys. Appreciate Fox Sports it. Radio 95.9 and 980. Brandon Lang, you know, hey, look, it's uh, time for uh, play of the day. It's brought to you by Mohawk Chevrolet. Together, let's drive a Mohawk Chevy where they always go out of their way to please you. You know what, man? I've been thinking about it, and yesterday uh, Q gave yes. us that prop about Brock Purdy, right, where it was 261.5 passing yards. I'm, so I think I'm going to start playing around. I'm going to start doing my Super Bowl prop bets now. Because like what Brandon Lang said, you don't want to, you can't exceed your big bet with all your little goofy gaga bets. So I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do the under uh, passing yardage total for Brock Purdy as today's play of the day, so I can start keeping an eye on how much I'm spending on props. I know we've only got about two minutes. I'm gonna try to go fast here. And I know tomorrow and Friday we are gonna go to three hours. So tomorrow, bonus Levac and Gaz. We're going into the five o'clock hour. We've seen Cavino and Rich twice. We haven't maybe asked their permission. Who? Let's all keep Who it a secret. Five o'clock, five o'clock, I gotta get through this. Hang on. Five o'clock and five o'clock Thursday and Friday, bonus hour. Also, just start today. Let's not (laughs) bury the lead of what just happened here. Can we just talk real quick about that Brandon Lang interview? Like, oh my God, that is. We've been hyping that up all week. In the shock, that is not the Brandon Lang we thought. If you told me five years ago that's the Brandon Lang who would sit across from us in Las Vegas in a Super Bowl, I'd be stunned. He is a changed man here. I literally said to him, I like kind of mouthed it. I was like, "You didn't see this coming." He's like, "Not even, not even close." Like, not. I'm like, "I'm, I'm happy for you, man." I said, "Happy looks good on you," but uh, that's that. that listen, you I don't want to be this guy, but that motivates me. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm always been the guy who, like, I can I can drink more, I can party harder, I can do all the things, I can do them better than you. And to see Brandon Lang, who's one of the few people that I would never actually challenge to that. Who's doing what he's doing? That motivates me to get better. It also motivated be motivated me as well to take Syracuse money line tonight. <laughs> well, a horrible that. Louisville team. You know what? I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm going after that money line with you. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with you. It's not even yeah. a good investment, but I just want to bet on Syracuse legally. That's why I'm doing it's, it. Hey, listen, it's it's nice. It's nice. We only had to we only had to travel a day away to to do it, but we're <laughs> gonna do it. Uh, thanks to our friends. At, uh, at, at Belfour Property Restoration for getting us here, restoring property and restoring LeVac Goss to Radio Row for the big game. If you missed any of today's content, Apple, Spotify, the iHeart app, set those automatic downloads. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. Share it with your friends. We appreciate all of that. We appreciate Mohawk Chevrolet bringing us the play of the day as well. Oh, I would love to tell you about Mohawk Chevrolet. You know what? I was, um, I was talking to your beautiful sister-in-law earlier uh, today. Yeah, it was weird. And we were, uh, we were discussing there's a chance she might be coming back to New York. I think it's for me personally, but I also think it's because she's like, I hate snow, but I love that your truck. And I was like, you know what? I could, I could help you. I could put you in contact with Travis Horn, the GM. Uh, Katie Gattuso Duncan, the assistant uh, GM. Uh, I know, I know the owner. He's like, I know the owner, Andy Gelcher and Jeff Heron. I know them; they're good friends of mine. We we hang out, uh, we do cool things. Um, and I think she was like, you know what, man, you some connections. At least, like, finally, somebody in my life who has some connections in in the Capital Region, unlike that deadbeat brother-in-law of mine. And I was what? like, you know what? <laughs> no, I, it was just, it was one of those things. It was like it was kind of just you know I'm playing it up a little bit, but it was nice. She's sitting there talking about possibly living in the area. I was like, you got to have a nice vehicle. What about Mohawk Chevrolet? Over 260 new ones on the lot, ready to go. 
get you in touch with the great people, be part of the Mohawk Chevrolet family. And, uh, you know, I think she's into it. I think, I think she's into me. I mean, it, um, I think it could be a thing. I don't know whether to support that or not, but Mohawk Chevrolet I will support. They always go out of their way to please you. Yeah. I, I got other things to say about that. It's getting, let's drive, Mohawk Chevy. Are we going to this Max Crosby show tonight? Is that yeah, our plans for tonight? Yeah, let's do that. Usually let's go dinner night. I think we might Rush some podcast. Yeah. I, I wonder if we'll be able to get in there, man. I don't know how big that place is. So this is going to be a good time. Looking forward to it. We'll have some stories for everybody tomorrow. Hopefully we survive. And uh, what's up? What's up, girl? Call me. Slovak uh, and guys. I'm bald now. You're bald now. Is it cold? Kind of like it. You should have stopped at your head. You should have went down. I said, oh, guys, what happened to your neck beard? I'm glad I did it. What happens in Vegas, like my hair will stay there. And live forever on social media. All right, wash your hands. Don't touch your face. It is Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Happy hump day, everybody. Hey, Junior, back in the studio. Hit that beautiful button.